Hi, welcome to In Bed with Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails directly and anonymously sent to me. And together we explore experiences of everyday people just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. It could be the person next door or someone that you've heard online or met online. You never, ever know. If you have any erotic fantasies you want to share, or even it's just to say hello, feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the confessions tab. I want to send a thank you to the few of you that have sent me postcards and letters physically written. Um, and also the gifts I've been getting, um, the gift cards and a few liquor gifts, which were quite interesting and I loved. Thank you very much. If you have a confession or anything else you want to send, please send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y at P.O. Box 104-674, Jefferson City, Missouri, 65110. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram with some really, really bad dad jokes and um, a question for the day. Don't forget, you can also stop by my patron account at patron, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, in bed with Nikki, and get Friday episodes that are new to you. And if you enjoyed the show, leave a positive review anywhere you find your other favorite podcasts. So from time to time, I get questions, personal questions through my website and email directly, of course, um, about me. Um, one of them was, um, what do I wear when I record? I actually have gotten that a couple times. So I thought, why not? Let's answer it. I work from home as obviously as most of you know. Um, so I can pretty much wear anything today while I record. I am wearing black, uh, leggings. They have lace up the back. Um, to like the bottom part of my ass and like think think of going down like a triangle and all that's lace and you can see through it so you can see like from where my leg meets my butt to my ankle you know back my ankle my heel I guess you could say right above it Um, I have a black cheeky thong on underneath always have sexy underwear on ladies you never know but I have this uh, shirt on. It's form-fitting, very low-cut, no bra, and it says may contain alcohol. So (laughs) as you can see, I'm very, very relaxed. But again, you never know when things could happen if someone comes over and you want to strike up a mood. So yeah, I'm relaxed but sexy, I guess you could say. (laughs) And easy access. And that's the way we like it. Oh, Well, at least I do anyway. Okay, random question. If you woke up as the opposite sex the next morning, like you got up the next, you know, tomorrow morning and you woke up and you were the opposite sex of what you were, what's the first thing you would do? Gentlemen, ladies. Okay, after the obvious of me stroking and getting off and seeing how that felt, I'll be honest, I would free ball it all day and see if I could make it go in circles and how long I could go in reverse I, I would, I could see, and I guess I'd have to be a shower then, huh? 
So yeah, so I'd sit there and work on my hips and see if I could, you know, like tassels on titties, you know, see if I could go one way and then the other way. <laughs> that That's the first thing I would do after making myself come. Because, you know, I would want to know what that feels like as a guy. Because I'm always curious, what does an orgasm feel like as a guy? That, that you know, does it feel different? You know, yada, yada, yada. So yeah, after that, later on, I would want to see if I could make my my dick swing like left and then right that that would be my answer (laughs) then depending on how long I was a male I would become a male stripper even though I find them really cliche and stupid I would become a male stripper and my talent would be look I can swing it clockwise and then I can stop and make it go counterclockwise that would be my whole talent for the show you know look I can make my dick dance. (laughs) I don't know if that's a thing or not, but that would be my theory of talent there. Yeah, bad talent, but it would be a talent. But no, I have never, ever been to a strip club, ever. So there you go. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. And you know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have a glass of Woodford with some filthy cherries and enjoy these erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, it was a rainy, miserable day, and I did not have much to do. I showered, sat down on my couch to scan my email to delete the massive volume of junk that it accumulates. I came across a recent email from a friend that was kind of erotic, and I started to review the thread. The conversations were sexual innuendos, nothing all-out pornographic, but just provocative enough to start my cock twitching. Suddenly, there was a knock on the door. I certainly wasn't expecting anyone, and I was still dressed only in a towel. I opened the door. Standing there was a woman, the author of the emails. With a smile, I invited her in and asked her what she was doing here. She said she was just in the neighborhood and thought she would stop in. Bullshit, I thought. She lives over a hundred miles away. She came in, and I sat back down on the couch, and she sat in the chair across from me. I asked if she would like something to drink, and she politely declined. Then she looked up at the ceiling as if in deep thought and said, On second thought. And she stood up, walked across the room, and knelt in front of me. I am a little thirsty. She did not smile or have any facial expression at all, really. She opened the towel I was wearing, took my hand and wrapped it around my soft cock and started stroking me with my hand. I became very aroused quickly because I was always wanted to masturbate in front of somebody. I have taken photos and videos of myself, but have never had the guts to share them with anyone. A long-held fantasy was coming true, me stroking, her watching. Her dark brown eyes never broke their gaze with me as she knelt in front of me, inches from my hand, as I jerked off. She opened her blouse to expose her perfect round tits and beautiful small nipples. She started to work, her wrecked nipples as she enjoyed the show that I was gladly giving her. But after a few minutes of this ecstasy, 
she pulled my hand away and started to lick my balls. She lifted them up and licked under them and put them in her mouth and took over stroking my cock. Her soft, wet tongue was driving me absolutely crazy. Much to my surprise, she lifted up my legs and spread them. Her soft brown hair against my inner thighs was exquisite. She licked my ass and made circles with her tongue around the base of my balls and penis. I was throbbing now as she closed her eyes and started licking the shaft of my rock-hard dick. Moving my pre-cum-soaked head, she wrapped her mouth around it with tight lips and slowly swallowed my whole cock. My head was lodged deep in the back of her throat as she swirled her hot tongue around my cock. I wasn't going to last much longer at all, and at this point, I wanted to so bad to fuck her other holes. As I reached forward to pull her up off of my swollen dick to stop her from making me come, she slapped my hand away and opened her eyes and scowled at me. She did not move up and down like a traditional blowjob. She just stayed locked onto me all the way. Suddenly, I could not hold on any longer, and I shot a massive load of hot, sticky cum deep in her throat. She swallowed everything I had to give her with ease and then slowly removed my cock from her mouth. A small drop of cum escaped the corner of her mouth. She smiled and with her pinky finger wiped it off and put it in her mouth. She stood up and we kissed deeply. I could taste my cum on her tongue. That was amazing, I thought, and I believed it was done. But suddenly it was clear she had an agenda. At this point, she was still fully clothed, but as her beautiful dark brown eyes locked on to my blue eyes, she pulled off her shirt and dropped her shorts. Her pussy was bald and amazing, glistening with her juices. I started to stand up, but she put her palm to my chest and gently pushed me back down and shook her head no. With a husky, cum-laden voice, she said, It's my turn. To be continued. Adam. Well, Adam, first of all, my eyes are green, not brown. <laughs> and I definitely would slap your hand away if I wanted that come. There's nothing like being in control orally how somebody comes. Feeling them explode in your mouth that you have that power to make them come. Either sex, you know, say you're a woman that goes down on a woman, slapping her hand away, making her take it. Or a gentleman, same thing. Taking over somebody's orgasm, any way you can give it, and letting them have it, giving them that permission to make you come is the sexiest thing, I think. Sometimes I don't even need to take over and ride you, fuck you, or anything else. Sometimes I love a good edging, as you know. And there are times when I want to suck a good cock. I don't want to come. Now, 
if I sucked you off tonight and I reached over in the morning, you better fuck me hard and mean it. <laughs> Dear Nikki, I'm a 22-year-old single girl living in my college town. I got a job here right out of college last year and have been working in accounting ever since. I wanted a little extra money, so I picked up some hours from waiting tables at a local restaurant. Since I've worked there, I've made friends with a local lady who also waits tables. She's 35, a single mom and a divorcee who had a deadbeat husband that cheated on her. I became close with her rather quickly. I'll save the boring stuff. After a few months of knowing her and starting to talk about sex, I was over at her house one evening and she started showing me certain threads online that she follows. I was surprised on how open she was with me. She shows me a page on the site. It's literally a log of girls telling stories of the slutty things they do. I'm sure a lot of them are fake, but hers is definitely real. She starts to tell me how she hooks up with guys from the apps and then reports it to the internet. She even had a blog on a major platform that got taken down because literally sexual freedom is disappearing, lol. But that's not the point here. Anyways, so she starts telling me about the challenges and dares on this thread. Posters will dare you to do something, you do it, and then you write about it. I have no idea how they prove it's true. I guess it's probably a lot of bullshit. So anyway, she starts explaining to me about mentoring and how women on this site will take girls under their wing and instruct them to do certain things. She said it's their kind of way of passing down female pleasure and sexual freedom to the next generation of girls. I asked her to explain how it works. She said that she's never done it before, but basically she would give a younger girl an instructions of something to do. The girl has to do it and report back. I did want to find out, but I didn't want to commit. Is this weird? Like, what the hell am I getting myself into? Ha ha. Can't I just be friends with this woman? I just had to know a little more. I asked her to explain to me something she'd tell a girl to do. She asked if I met me. I said, sure, let's use me as an example. I'd have you blow Eli. That's what she said. Eli was the guy we worked with. He's 19. I laughed pretty hard at that one. She played it off as a joke. But later on that week at work, she brought it up again. And for the next week or so, she continued to make subtle jokes about it. Did you blow him yet? Have you done anything yet? So I did. Fuck it. I blew this 19-year-old ass in my car, gave him the best head of his life, and let him come in my mouth. Honestly, I wasn't even that attracted to him. He was cute, but he was young. His dick was all right, but I turned him into a puppy dog. That guy will do whatever I say to him now. And when I reported back to my friend, she literally called me a good girl. Here's the thing. It didn't feel weird. I liked it. I liked having her approval. 
The two-minute blowjob that I gave Eli was almost irrelevant. The cool part of it was that she thought I was awesome for it. So I said to her, Okay, I'll play this game. Let's try it again. So I'm going to fast forward a bit, not because it isn't sexy, but because it took a few small dares to get what I really want to tell you. I wish I could share the whole story, but it's just too much. My boss is very politically active and knows that I'm interested in politics. Our local party has been canvassing the area for young voters, and for the past two months or so, there have been door knockers out every single day. When I found out that I could still get my salary and also knock on doors to register people to vote, I jumped on the chance. My boss was willing to give me a few days paid to help out. Obviously, you see where this is going. My friend told me when she found out, we have to make a game of this. I left and said, I knew you would say that. She says to me, here's how it goes. You knock. If it's a guy and he's cute, you flirt. If he responds, you go for it. Sounds like a great time. Until it got to the time to actually do it. The truth is, I had a lot of houses to hit on my first day. And yes, I ran into several cute guys, flirted with a few, but not much more. She had checked in with me a few times to see how I was doing. I told her the truth. She didn't seem disappointed, but she was persistent. And I wanted her to be proud of me. It wasn't until my next door-knocking day, which was three days later, that I actually made a move. It was about nine in the morning, and there was a bit of a cold breeze flowing. I was dressed casually, and I had a backpack full of flyers and door-knockers. Ten or eleven houses into my journey, I knocked on the door of an obvious college house. I felt like just leaving the door-knocker. I'm glad I didn't. I knock. The door opens a minute later. I can hear rap music coming from somewhere in the house. Enter James into my life. A 20-year-old douchebag frat boy. Not my type at all. He answers his door shirtless. Put on a shirt, buddy. He has gray sweatpants, and as I look him up and down and see he has a fitted hat, sitting high on his head, barely fastened to his blonde hair. Guys like this are so ridiculous. He thinks he's so hot. We're talking. Well, I'm trying to. He has sweat beaded up on his chest, running down between his pecs, all the way to his navel where he has a small trail of hair leading up to the top of his sweatpants. He doesn't have an ounce of fat on his stupid frat boy body. I notice his obnoxious fake diamond earrings and a super white smile that pops out. He's chewing gum. He really thinks he's hot shit. He isn't though. Not my type anyway. Lifting weights in his living room with no shirt on, smiling at me like he's got something that I want. If he only knew. Fuck. Why am I even here again? I bring myself back to reality. 
I literally have been standing here like a zombie for the last 10 seconds, staring at this boy. How sad is this? The epitome of everything I hate in modern men is standing right in front of me. The overconfidence, the fake machoism, the dick measuring competitions that they have. Fucking A. I bet he has such a little dick to turn himself into such an overcompensating wannabe fuckboy. But I do wonder how big it really is. I did notice the bulge, but I'm not going to mention it. Fuck, fuck, what the fuck? I can't shut off my internal monologue. I can't even focus. What was I doing again? My girls from school, they would have had the willpower. That's what I need right now. I do not need guys like this. I don't need to do this. I don't even want to see this man naked. I don't even care how big his cock is or how he uses it. I have no interest in finding out if those muscles are real muscles or they're just show muscles. God damn it, I'm wet. I can feel it. It feels amazing. What a mind can do in 10 seconds. I open my mouth, finally. He probably thinks I'm an idiot. He wouldn't be interested in me anyway. I start to speak. So, my name is... You're really hot, he interrupted me. <laughs> what a douchebag. Who does this guy think he is? That's exactly what I mean, right here. Random woman on your porch and you can't even let her speak? Can't even wait to let me say my name before you look at me like a sept's object? I was thinking about that. I was tracing the V of his lower abdomen with my eyes. I was twirling my pen in my hand obnoxiously. He wasn't moving at all. He stood there attentively, waiting my response. Maybe I could borrow some of your time and tell you about registering to vote. Sure. Want to come inside and talk about it? Wow! That was it? I know I called him a douchebag, and I ignored his first advance, but that was it? How rude. His assumptive, you think you're so hot, you can do whatever you say and whatever you want, don't you? My mind was yelling at this very loudly, but my hand put itself into his. My feet walked through the doorway slowly behind him. He shut the door. My backpack slipped off, and he immediately turned around to embrace me. He went straight in for the kill, hand on the back of my head, other hand right above my ass, and kissed me in the way I haven't been kissed in a very long time. Deep, assertive, not at all what I like. Remember, you don't like this. These kind of men are toxic. They're overcompensating. They're just fuckboys. This world was built for them. And the thing that makes me most mad about it is, oh my God, I just felt his penis. Holy shit, that feels big. His sweaty chest is pushing me up against my shirt and I'm working my hand in the front of his sweatpants. I have to feel his fucking thing. It is big. I don't know how big, but it's fucking big. The head feels swollen and thick. The shaft is long and also thick and has a really big curve to it. Oh, that's obnoxious. 
fuck, fuck, fuckity fuck. I am sexually free, but I can't be rewarding assholes like this for perpetuating this macho man bullshit in this world. That's not how this is supposed to go. I come back to life and find myself on my back, on his fucking weight bench in the living room. He's fingering me. I'm absolutely soaked. I have his cock out of his sweatpants, but the pants are still on. I'm massaging him, and he's really, really taking care of my pussy right now. Okay, I can't take any more, I said. I slide my pants down and pull them off my ankles and lay there presenting myself for him. He laughs out loud and says, I knew you wanted it. He lines himself up with me, and he just goes for it. He fucked me for probably ten minutes, and I came so hard on his sweaty weight bench. Then he turned me around and bent me over. He slapped my ass a few times, calls me a slut. I hate it. It's degrading. It's sexist. It makes me come so hard. He pulls out and tells me he's going to come. Instinctively, I get down on my knees. He lets it loose all over my face. He tells me that I like it because I'm a slut. I roll my eyes so he can see. Deep down, though, he's right. I do like it. I love it. I clean up and left in a matter of minutes and finished my day. I now see Eli at least once a week, but my girlfriends don't know about it. Only my one friend at the restaurant who I reported to. When I told her the story, she was proud of me. I was so happy and fulfilled to make her proud. I wish I could tell you other stories. I'm going to leave it here for now. Tina. Tina, I have a question for you. If this woman wasn't in the picture at all, you've never met her, would you have gone through with it? Would you have still on that door-to-door door knocker thingamajig that you're doing, would he even been on your radar? It doesn't sound like it to me. It sounds like you would have rolled your eyes and just gave him the thing and said, fuck off. Or maybe I'm reading myself into it because that's exactly what I would have done. Now, that being said, I think you did do it because when you called in or she checked in on you the first day, you didn't have anything. You flirted a little bit and whatever. And you said she didn't sound disappointed, but maybe you thought on some level she was. And you wanted to hear, good girl. Everybody likes a compliment, no matter what. It goes back to a lot of things, but who doesn't like being told they're good at something? So even though he may have been spanking you and calling you a slut and you loved it, you knew that's what she wanted and you knew you wanted to please her on some level. I mean, he wouldn't have been on my radar I mean, yeah, as soon as he opened his, I mean, yeah, he would have been attractive, but as soon as he opened his mouth, I've been like, yeah, no, it, it would have been a total turnoff for me. And as we can all say that we can see a very sexually attractive person, but then they open their mouth and you're like, everything just dies. And it's like the Sahara desert down there. So I think that's what it'd been for me. However, if I would have had a daddy or a master or a mister or whatever I want to call him that wanted me to do something like that. I I think even though the person you ran into, it would have been a turnoff for me. I think I would have been that good girl for him. I know I would have been that good girl for him because that's the type of relationship I wanted. And I would not want to disappoint him. 
And I think that's what this was for you. Even though you have not mentioned you to her or sexual or not, I think this, you wanted to please her. You wanted to make sure you knew. You wanted to hear that compliment. And I like that. So yes, Tina, I would love for you to share more stories and what you two have explored or what she's pushed you into expressing and feeling out your sluttiness. Embrace it. Love it, Tina. And I would love to hear more. I'm as fucking crazy in quarantine as any other slut I'd imagine. So I was probably vulnerable. But a week ago, I was in a Zoom conversation with a guy named David. I've also known all my life. He's been alone in his apartment and obviously getting needy. I totally trust this guy. He knows all about me now, but we've never fucked. I would tease him and ask, would you like to come over and get in bed with me? At first he said nothing and then admitted, yeah, I need to, but I don't know. I'm good with it, I said. I totally need this too. We both laughed because he knows how horny I get and what my normal life is like. Bottom line, he came over an hour or so later. We fucked most of the night. He was a little reticent, but that completely left him when I was riding his dick cowgirl style and he was seeing my ass bounce. He lifted me and took me to the sofa and hung me over it and pounded my ass until I was screaming. Needless to say, we're helping each other get through this. However, there's more. After we woke up the next day, he told me he knows other guys that he can vouch for. He knows they've been home for weeks and live alone. He said he'd range for them to see me if I was willing. He said they need releases too. I agreed because I really trust him. So he called a couple guys while I made breakfast. I heard him talk about me and was really proud how he described me. His ease in talking about me surprised me a little, but also impressed me. A guy came over about two hours later. David stayed to introduce me, then left. The guy's name was James. Nice guy. Really rough and bad. You can tell when a guy really needs pussy. I've now seen four of David's friends. Even got spit roasted once. Actually, we're all becoming friends. The deal is that this is a quarantine arrangement. Afterwards, who knows? Jessica. Well, Jessica, I like the way you're finding um, creative ways to embrace the slut during quarantine. I think this goes back to a good question or a good example of kind of what my guys over there. Hello, gentlemen, I've missed you. Oh, sexy as fuck as they are. Over there, they brought up a question today on their episode about friends with benefits or hookups. And I think this would be a great example. So gentlemen, say all five of you are single. And let's pick on somebody. Hmm. Jeff. Jeff, let's say you call the other four. Say, I know this girl. And I can vouch that she's clean. I know you've been uh, stuck in your houses, condos, apartments for quarantine. She's down. She's healthy. And she's really great and bad. 
Gentlemen, my question is to you, would you? Would you jump over knowing that she's fucking the other four? Knowing that she's cool with it? Knowing that she swallowed Tim whole? Let Tom have his booty fingers in her? Or anything else? And she was down with it. Side question. Spit roasting. Thoughts? You guys don't touch. Hmm. I'd really like to hear your thoughts on this. Ladies, if one of your friends came up and said, the sky's really hung. Tom likes to, you know, finger bang. And um, booty fingers are awesome. But would you? Could you? Would you like to go over and take Tom for a ride? Or if all the payment was needed was, um, say, Chipotle, and someone said, Phil could eat your pussy for hours. Would you go? What if they said that Tim and DeGraft were into spit roasting? <laughs> Would you take him for a ride? And what if they say there's this guy named Jeff who likes to blindfold and handcuff, push you against a window in a high-rise hotel, and fuck you senseless while people watch? Ladies and gentlemen, I'd really like to know. If you haven't checked them out, Please do. They're sexy as fuck and funny as hell. And I know I can't wait until I play with them again. (laughs) I think this is a good place to stop the show for today before I get into too much more trouble. I want to thank you for joining us. If you have any erotic fantasies you want to share, or even if it's just to say hello or ask me a question, feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Don't forget, you can also physically send me your confessions, postcard, or I want to thank you to whoever you are, the gift cards and or liquor that you've sent to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, P.O. Box, 104674, Jefferson City, Missouri, 65110. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram sharing very dirty dad jokes or just horrible ones or and even a daily question on Twitter and Instagram at dnikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. And if you like the show, leave a positive review anywhere you listen to your other favorite podcast on. And in closing, lay me down on the bed. Take my panties off with your teeth, inch by inch, sliding them down my legs. After that, I want you to gently circle my clit with your tongue. And don't stop, even if I'm begging. (laughs) Would you, please? (laughs) I'd really like to know. Until next time. Bye for now.